All right, we're here catching up with coffee, but we are going to go deep and profound within these teachings here. I'm really excited about the growth that is being done because it's a slow growth process. And that's something I'm learning. So we're going to get into a lot of different things. I want to start actually because I've really struggled with finding where to start. I want to start with the reasons, and I think this would be a good place to even have conversations around this um, in your own life or possibly here on the show, um, all that kind of stuff. It would be really cool to have these conversations um, and really get into it and all that kind of stuff because I've actually been pretty... Um, pretty happy and blessed to have collaborations here on the podcast that I can look back at um, on different things. Um, but even just to really reflect on and kind of help you reflect on your reasons, I think we all have our reasons for the different ways that we practice or don't practice spirituality. And there's definitely more than one way. There's more than one church. There's more than one um, even time and place and the time and place that I've kind of learned of in this growth process is going to be, um, mean different things. Sometimes it's going to mean disagreements with others, but like peacefully being so at peace and so connected that does it really even matter as long as you can ask questions as long as you can think for yourself in that way and learn new insights, new interpretations, especially those of biblical interpretations, um, all these different things. So getting into kind of the spiritual practices, um, One way I think that we've really opened up actually more than we thought we would when we made our move here to the city, we kind of were desiring a lot of connection and community. And so going to church was a weird step because in different upbringings, um, you think like, I'm never going to do this. I'm never going to choose this. And then you kind of choose it because of very different needs and outreach that you kind of feel like is not being done enough in society. And that's kind of what led to our decision to go to church. Now, we're very, very open people as a family, my husband, my daughter, myself, and all that kind of stuff. So the decision was not a very easy one. It took about a year, a really bad year of just a lot of things going on um, in different circumstances to actually come to this decision. And it took a lot of um, 
disinterest from other people in certain areas of life and certain topics that you would find they would shy away from or um, you might find that that's one thing that's going to open your mind to different possibilities is the people around you or the people that you are um, collaborating with on a creative level even. Um, you're finding that you're pushing your interests onto them whether it's not even intentional, um, you're pushing your interests or you're trying to persuade them of things or you're trying to guilt them or anything, any kind of tactic that the ego wants to, um, wants to maintain, um, a place of like security because of insecurity. Um, Especially when it comes to trying to persuade somebody to see a whole different outlook on life that they're just, they don't see it that way. And they're never going to. Um, and that's what's going to maybe lead to, um, especially when you're very spiritual with somebody, that's what's going to lead to a lot of these profound changes and desires and drifting into different directions in life. Um, and so when we decided to go back to church, it wasn't necessarily that, um, we had never believed in God. Now we're going to believe in God because we've always believed in God and connection and all this kind of stuff. The miracle of many different miracles that, that has been put out here into the universe that I don't think people actually stop and appreciate like technology. We're so busy conspiracizing and making theories and being scared. And it's fun to blame um, big tech and all this kind of stuff. So we don't really step back and appreciate, but look at the connection or look at the, um, how it affects daily life. Look at how it's actually grown society up a little bit. You know, I know we haven't come as far as um, everybody being open or that kind of thing, but we've come pretty far um, in having more outreach for equal access um, in the right places. But there's also a lot of moves you have to make in your own life to get to that point of um, access and connection. So church was kind of like um, even still a part of that kind of um, the whole equation of solving the problem of community and not being isolated all this kind of stuff. But there's a balance that needs to be maintained because I think people get so scared and they feel so threatened by something like church. Why is this? Well, this is because of um, the, conspiracy, the uh, conspiracizing that we have tended to do on different lifestyles of people, different choices that they have the right to make, different ways of love. Um, that I also don't shy away from at all. And in fact, church itself has been the reason for a really, really good relationship in life to form that is very, um, 
loving and has been very profound in growth and has been very necessary in learning about things like truly learning about things in experience of compersion and jealousy and even opening up to resources and getting a lot of support in life that was not actually there um, in something like a polyamorous dynamic, but also learning the healthy separation between that and a marriage that you might be in is very, very necessary. Um, if it's something that you choose to practice as a spiritual, um, practice of loving more than one person, um, this kind of thing, this, this actually has opened up actually from church not the other way around where church closes you up or teaches you how to not think for yourself. And I'm going to do podcasts on this as the year gets progresses in because I want to do a little more biblical study on Jesus being polyamorous because if you think about it, he's had many relationships with um with all of us, hopefully, or at least with people, thousands, hundreds, thousands, millions of people. Um And if things like, um, especially in the spirituality of things, when it comes to if traditions were so valuable or necessary or it's the only way to go, then he would have done these traditions um, himself. And he would have been very um, detailed about his traditions. But even he was you know, rebellious and run away and um, wanted to be with a family that um, taught how to communicate with God and things like this. Um, and you just learn a lot about a, a lot of things are actually a lot more open when you start to open up. It's not quite as a threat. Now, there's different approaches that churches might make. Um, some churches are more fear-based. I don't subscribe to that. I don't condone it. I don't even think that's right. But if you find a church that's very, very supportive and comforting and loving about it, then you're okay. And if you also find that you're not pushing your own agenda on other people by having an us like this thing where you're um you're forcing kind of your your life on others who don't really care that kind of thing. There's also that danger too of the far right, the far left, and just being extreme and all these things. Um, and if you're not doing that, you can be more open to hearing that nobody is ever really opposing you. Um, you just have to find the right approach. And I'll tell you some advantages is we were able to stay off the streets because of church, um, multiple churches actually, who helped us find this family program. And at first it was a big freak out of being in a homeless shelter, but it's, it is more of a family program we found. And, um, it is a lot safer than others. Now it's not perfect, but we we're able to keep our daughter in school, maintain kind of a healthier lifestyle and, um, have a lot of time to spend together. Um, and, pursue our creative aspirations 
Um, we're a lot more, I've found, um, at least in my kind of whole thing, I've found to be more of, I'm very much more creative and kind of an artist in these different things. Been writing a lot, actually. Um, journaling a lot and just kind of being very poetic about things. And it's helped me to understand the connections of how I kind of feel about different things. But um churches fill a huge gap in community that your family's not going to fill. Um, your longtime friends are certainly not. It's not their job. They're not going to fill it. Um, and then you find the relationships. Um, I've talked about in my last episode, our girlfriend coming to visit. And you find a lot of these um, these things. We actually met her at church. Very, very cool. And I consider her now like a best friend because of everything she's done for us. Um, and she's um, connected with us in a lot of ways that we've needed. Um, and um, is very experienced in life and is grown and is not just somebody young starting out at all. Um, which makes everything a lot more deeper in connecting and really, really, um, asks about our daughter every day. How is she doing in school? What is this like? What is that like? Et cetera. And, um, has become a much more profound, deeper bond. Um, it's not about, you know, I know I've done podcasts in the past where it's become, it's been about, um, look at me, I can, you know, and I've done live streams too, where it's been about, I can be a sexual person. I can be this, I can be that, but it's actually become a lot more, um, connected than that and a lot more genuine and bonding. And I love you and really, really cool, but we've separated our lives in a very healthy and non obsessive way to where she's still able to have her friends and her casual kind of time with them and do what she kind of wants to do and what she needs to do for herself. And it gives us a lot more time to have our marriage and our family take care of our daughter. And um, one of the things she's actually taught me a lot about spirituality and connection. She's not somebody who's actually high tech though, which is kind of ironic because I'm extremely high tech but she's taught me a lot of different things in a lot of different areas that I've not been open to, like multiple churches and forming your own kind of spiritual community through multiple churches and being very Christ-like about it. And um, the huge deep meaning of what it means to be a Christian where there's no judgment and there's no sort of... um guilt that comes with it. Um, there was something that I did actually over the weekend that wasn't very cool. My ego got in the way and um, I said I was sorry. And, you know, the response was, I love you. And so there was no, you know, and I'm, you know, not to get personal, but that is like the most genuine way to forgive somebody if they really apologize to you and they mean it and it was stupid all you got to do is say I love you and that's it and like there's no drama there's no and that's one of the really huge benefits 
of having people in your life that are grown and experienced because there is none, no games or um, long, long breaks away from people or any of this kind of stuff, very secure. And um, I was podcasting with you as we were living with her for a while, um, but it's not something to maintain when it comes to housing um, and having, you know, regulated housing and things like that. You can't really safely continue to do that. Um, and again, we've needed, it's a good way to keep everything so a little more separate, actually. But we've actually become a lot more spiritual in um, living like this. And we had a really, really nice visit. She treated us to dinner and we spent a lot of alone time together and it was just really nice. So I'm telling you this because for some of you, you've been a long time listener of my previous podcast and you may have really paid attention to my episodes where I've said I've changed in this area. I've deleted that area from my life and that kind of thing. And I want to be more open about things because I am a Christian, but um, I'm also open to things and I want people to understand that you can be saved in such a beautiful way that in Christ that it's a lot more open and you're free and you're not judged or shamed or guilted if it's, especially if it's more spiritual and not materialistic and not relying too much on comfort, um, or material, um, materialistic ways of hanging out with people and things like this. Um, and, um, so I want this podcast to be as real and authentic as it can be. I've been afraid to talk about these things but I just kind of spilled them out and I'm sorry if it's become a ramble, but this is really what it is. It may not be for everybody. It is solo. Um, a lot of the times, um, in a lot of ways, this move has made me less high tech and more creative. Um, and I was a little bit scared about that because I'm like, well, I have these things writing and speaking that I miss doing that I want to do. Um, and then I also have web three that I'm, that I do beta test. I'm not into the crypto space. Um, I think right now that involves a lot of money and uh, stress over money and that kind of thing. And with the way this economy is going, as long as you're not scamming anybody, I don't necessarily blame you for um, wanting to make money off of selling crypto, but as long as you're not scamming, but there's just a lot that comes into play. Um, and that's, um, that's going to eventually organize itself with the economy. And if we talk about that on the show, if we talk about web three on the show, that's cool. I'm not going to guarantee that we're going to talk about certain topics because I want this to be a very free flowing show. Um, and as you listen does this make you reflect? Does does your body language flinch when I talk about being um, an open and more progressive Christian? Um, which is really what 
made me realize that you're, you know, you're saved either way kind of thing. Um, or does it make you flinch that I talk about being um, polyamorous in a very close relationship where I don't even need anything else anymore? Um, and where it's separate and you can have your days where you're just really focused on your family and your times and then you can have your days where she's included in the family um, and things like this. Going to church together with people you're spiritually connected with and worshiping together is like the most beautiful, beautiful thing that you can do with the music. And it's really become a family. Like, I'm so blessed. So, I mean, I'm just telling you this because for you, it might be a yoga studio. And I really would like to look for something like that out here. But it's not bothering me as much as I thought it would because I have a mat. And I can do this kind of stuff on my own if I want. Um, I've been finding getting back into meditation has really helped a lot with emotions and mental health and things. And I didn't think I was missing it. And then I kind of got back into some guided over the last week and um, that kind of thing. And so it's been really, really cool. Um, and with that kind of... Um, way i mean of uh of being spiritual and stuff the meditations are not um anything extra that i feel like anymore because you can you can meditate and pray at the same time even and um it's really cool um so this is really an update kind of um episode with a profound kind of teachings kind of summarized i guess um I want to break these down into different topics as well. Um, and um, this kind of thing. But um, the meditations um, really help a lot. And it doesn't take away from being Christian at all, actually. And that's one of the things by listening to other podcasts talk about this. Actually, other YouTube channels talk about this, about being... Um, connected with their religion um, or spirituality. I like spirituality and that approach and that word better. And being connected in that way while also practicing yoga meditation and also even teaching yoga meditation, um, training and all this and being where you're not choosing sides anymore. And I don't even think politically we have to choose sides. None of us in our family... Um, are going to be voting anymore because like there's no point and none of us really like politics and I'm so happy about that because um, I think it takes away from it, it really eats at you and it takes away from um, your health I think I think that's just kind of my opinion but I think if you can help if you uh, if it's an interest of how the world is structured and how it's ran and you have ideas and you do it in a healthy way. Some people can do it in healthy ways, in, in healthy ways. Um, but this is my definition right here of going to heaven, honestly, where if you think about it, even the Bible says that everybody is at peace, everybody's married in Christ, and everybody is loves each other and is together and is merged. 
and is connected. And I've actually studied a lot of this stuff a little, you know, a little bit more over the last few weeks because I wanted to confirm my instincts on these kinds of um, things that seem so paradox. Um, and so you can really go on YouTube and get into a good um, study on things like Jesus being polyamorous and thing it's really kind of cool and they and really even you don't even have to use that word or um any of that kind of stuff you can just be connected um and whatever that means for you and um so I'm going to get some things together um for the podcast to really get into the this stuff. It feels better now that I've talked about it in this way and I've really slowly excuse me, slowly have gotten into these kinds of things. Um and I wasn't sure if I was going to really put it in these terms anyway. Um one thing that really helped me to open up to is virtually getting into, um, literally, and I didn't think I would ever do this or get to do this or even, um, feel like it was necessary, but even just opening up to somebody about some of the, um, egoic issues and life issues, um, about relationships and having a one-on-one meditation session where they even offered to have a one-on-one meditation session and check up on us and all that kind of stuff really, really was profound in opening up to this possibility and um, really opening up to that everything's actually okay and you're not doing anything and um, that is... You're not, nobody's against you and you're not against anyone kind of thing. Um, and if, for example, if somebody were to say something that I disagreed with about homosexuality being somehow bad or, um, something very, very, um, kind of a statement I can just say well you know like all all the other things you say I'm cool with so whatever doesn't really matter anymore we're in 2022 guys like we have choices I still curse and and um laugh and have a good time like we're I think we make too much complexity over oh you have to pick a side you're either for us or against us and all this kind of stuff and even a lot of the philosophical teachings that I've learned uh, in the past, I've been able to take with me into um, spiritual connection at the church and say, you know, I can see your side, but this is uh, the way that I think and my side and we can still merge together. Like it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Um, and that, that is... Um, That is uh, how it can work. Are there going to be people that are fundamentalist? Sure. But the biggest mistake I think I made, but then I probably had to as an adult, and I think it's different for everybody, especially when you're an adult versus when you're a child, 
is that letting family that are very fundamental or uh, people that used to be family even um, and are not because their fundamentalism ruined it or whatever it is, people that are very fundamental are dictating whether you would even want to be religious or not. And that's just... I think that's the wrong way to be and it's a th- it's like you're letting somebody threaten your livelihood and you're you're saying I'm scared of this, you know, and that kind of thing and I've been very guilty of it. I think a lot of us go through that in our 20s. We rebel in other ways and um but being an adult you have to really explore and discover your own truth. Um and then when you discover God and being saved and salvation, you don't really, all the other stuff does not matter. So I've talked more about that than I realize. But um, another thing I've learned about being in a family transitional place is that um, communication. I've um, done an episode, if you want to, if you are having trouble in this area, about keeping your mouth shut as much as you possibly can. We got to like find a balance of standing up for ourselves, obviously, and advocating for ourselves, but especially being disabled because people are going to try to, um, you know, they're going to think differently of it and they're going to be scared and fear-based about it all. Um, and then sometimes people have a, a change where you totally feel threatened by them and maybe, you know, you are, but that just depends on the way they see things and what you can do is when you keep your mouth shut kind of thing, you get out of a lot of conflict that you could have had. Um, but maybe sometimes you open your mouth to stand up for yourself when necessary and then it kind of stops the entire thing. This happens a lot in work where it stops the entire thing. Um Where sometimes you have to, everybody's got to get other people involved and then the person completely changes and realizes where they were wrong and then you change and realize where you overreacted a little bit. Um, and you maintain the working relationships while you have them while they're here and kind of a thing. Because people are going to have misperceptions based on their own um, stigmas or fears or that kind of thing. And... Um, that's all it really comes down to at the end of the day. Um, so I'm really just starting to realize that we just create our own conflicts all the time. And a lot of the Buddhist philosophy um, that I've learned over the years um, really fits into um, daily life and really does not go against Christianity at all, actually. Um, so again, why the division? Why the, um, you're either with us or you're against us kind of thing? Um, I don't think it's even healthy because churches do a lot of good. And speaking from somebody, um, now I'm speaking to you as a homeless person. Um, churches do a lot of good in our community. And where government organizations don't have the 
um, resources churches do, actually. And I'm saying that in a way where I'm not blaming the government or I'm not blaming big tech or anything. Big tech even does a lot. Like Facebook has done a lot as uh, one of the churches. I was uh, watching a video on the other day. They were saying, you know, we're grateful for Facebook for funding and donating um, and connecting. So it's really kind of cool in that regard. Um, and that is um, kind of a church that I've been casually watching a little bit. Um, but having that, that home church actually um, was introduced by our girlfriend and um, because she goes to multiple churches and she's like, you just got to find the right one. And we go to separate ones too. Like we have our family time and then we have our time where all of us are family, but it's different, you know, our time with our daughter by ourselves one day and then time with all of us together one day. And, and then she's got her time at her church and it like really works. Like we just make too much out of this. Um, and churches out here in our city work together really well. Um, and that's something I think we can all learn too, because I think sometimes people treat it too much like, okay, it is business, but a lot of the kind candor stuff that Gary V talks about, I think, um, from what I've experienced out here, I'm not saying it's everywhere, but like out here, I've experienced a lot of the kindness, candor and businesses partnering together. I think a lot of that goes into the church. Um, that kind of thing. Um, and we don't even go to church on Sundays because we find other days to be more convenient. Um, and if we found like an additional church that, um, was interesting, we would try it on a Sunday. Because again, it's not about competition for us, but we have a home church that has, um, helped us out a lot, um, and been supportive. And we feel like we can, uh, we've actually helped them as, as crazy as it sounds. We've actually felt like we've served a purpose there, not in an egoic way and not in a look at me. I can do this, but more in a, um, it's become natural to help, especially when you've done all this taking care of other people thing for years and you've shared so many of your own resources that are limited and then you get some really good supportive help that you've needed. It feels natural to help in your own way anyway. Um, where you're like, wait, I guess I, this is something that I wanted to do because it's cool, but it actually ended up helping the church or whatever. And you don't even really realize it until maybe later on in your, in, in your uh, introspections, which brings me to my next point. Um, I think it's healthy to still watch and listen to philosophy. Um, I could catch up on actualized if I, um, put in the time to do that. Um, and that kind of thing. And I don't really care because somebody that is open-minded and healthy in philosophy We'll tell you where religion is right and where we've had our downfalls for generations. Um, that, that kind of thing. And then you can disagree with things that you disagree with anyway. Um, or that kind of thing. But we just need to be a lot more balanced and healthy with these kinds of 
things that affect our daily life and our light, our big picture. And, um, we've applied some of the healthy diet things from actualized. Um, my husband and I have been, um, uh, talking about how we disagreed on what he said about donuts, for instance. Um, and not having a donut at all. But then we applied that to turning, being able to turn down sweets a little bit more. Um, but not being so extreme that you can't enjoy something a little bit. Um, so, I mean, I just, it's been really nice catching up with you. Um, I really do appreciate this. And, um, just be open-minded. You can search a lot of the stuff on YouTube that I've talked about if you want a little bit more of a uh, breakdown of what this stuff kind of means in spirituality and relationships. Um, recognizing where you need to move in a different direction than your family is very healthy. And doing that in a way that really serves you and not serves others is uh, really healthy, but being open to the fact that we all need each other, we're all interdependent as a society, but that we can be individual at the same time and be and have independence. It's not really about being independent because that is a really, really, that can go extreme in its own philosophy, but it's more about having independence and yet um, being interdependent which is more of a natural state in modern, if you're going to live in modern society. Um, and that can be debated um, for a whole nother thing. That's more about the balance of materialism and spirituality. And um, if you want, the moment you decide you're going to be uncomfortable for your spirituality is the moment that you're, you can find salvation, honestly, or enlightenment or whatever you want to call it, because it's really the same thing. I like both words for different purposes. Um, language can be very, very adaptable, I've come to realize. But um, you can actually break that down a lot. You really can. Um, and to be honest with you, the relationships um, in life are can be really, really simple too if you break those down. And what I've talked about with you on the polyamory front is really because she's earned her way by keeping us, you know, helping us and supporting us and keeping us off the streets and not even hardly knowing us. And then, you know, that's just, there's unconditional love that has been earned. We weren't even, even really looking or considering the possibility anymore. Um, because we've been through so much. So it's, I think a lot of these things that we look at and try to look at in different apps or try to research or how do I go about this or that or um, become really unhealthy obsessions where it actually just hap has to happen organically and naturally. And um, has to be earned in its own right and where everybody has to kind of naturally feel like this is naturally what we want to do. And then 
this is unconditional love at that point. And then, um, it's got to be very profound in that way. It can't just be about sex. It can't just be about, I mean, it can definitely include those things, but it has to be on a very natural spiritual level and can't be about, this is, um, the meaning of polyamory, but you can, you know, there's different, of course, types of relationships and some people are just about casual and that kind of thing. And so, but when you grow up and get out of kind of the younger or twenties or that kind of thing, you really, really start to understand like, and what it is to be saved is that if you think about heaven and you think about everybody being connected, um, sons and daughters and parents and your spiritual family. And uh, one thing that our pastor had actually talked about that really hit home, and actually all of our pastors talk about this at our home church, and it's really helped me to keep my connection alive and everything is, um, quote, quote unquote, your 2 a.m. friends or your, the people in your life that you can call on and that can call on you and that you're willing to actually struggle together. Um, and there's a type of loyalty where like, I'm willing to give up my comforts to connect with you, to see you, to spend time with you. Um, and that kind of thing. And, um, that they talk about that a lot in the Bible and how Paul himself traveled a lot and was, a stayed with many people and, uh, many people helped to keep him off the streets and support him. And actually, as we were in church, um, the other day, that was even mentioned um, a little bit more analytically as to that um, being supported. And being, um, there was something that was said about it actually that was kind of interesting. I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. Um, that it was more about being supported being, um, and, uh, to where being kept off the streets, um, oh, that we need each other, that we all rely on each other. It's not that we need each other in an emotional, clingy way. It's more like, cause you can detach from somebody if you need time to focus on other things, but it's more about that you, uh, we rely on each other. Like, it's just a natural course of action. Um, so I guess that's really it. Um, I look forward to having DM conversations with you guys. I always do on a lot of these things. I know some of you have came to me and DM'd me at the beginning of this podcast. Some of you come to me now and DM me and check on me, and I really appreciate it so much. Um and the collaborations over this past year, it's coming into our third year of this show. 
we'll be at year number three come uh, for the new year in January. But this is uh, November. This is a two-year mark of this show, and we'll be headed into year number three. So really, really grateful to you guys. Um, thank God we made it here for so long. And um, I just wanted to set the record straight on a lot of issues that I think I've been shying away from here on this podcast. And I don't really, there's been a chance that maybe family has found this podcast um, unintentionally, maybe by accident. Who knows? I don't really care. Um, we taught that this is an adult podcast and we talk about a lot of things. Um, and, um, I think it's important for all of us to have our own values, regardless of whether we agree with each other, um, at the end of the day. And, um, our daughter is just a lot healthier and happier and cleaner. Um, and learning a lot of different skills that she wasn't able to learn before, honestly. Um, in that regard and of being, you know, healthy and things. So there's just a lot that goes into things in life and you just do what you got to do in your own life. I hope that this has inspired you to say, you know, maybe making a move or being uncomfortable for a while can actually be the best thing for your own happiness, for your own, um, growth even. It's probably the only way you can grow at this point. Um, so I love you for, for being here, a part of this with me. Thank you. Um, and we will talk again in the next episode. This has probably been the deepest episode. If not ever for a very long time, maybe ever. I don't know. Um, but we're going to close out here now. Um, I've really missed being here with you. So most importantly, though, take care of yourself, whether you agree with me or not. <laughs> take care of your life. Take care of each other. Because, again, we rely on each other. And um, talk to you in the next episode.